Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Free Odyssey app. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. Top five characters, Scorpion. Get over here. And Chris Ello. In the audio, 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 my goodness gracious. Can we start the show over again, please? It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. Back into it here. Four o'clock. Sam Levitt is going to be taking over at 540 for the Padres pregame show against the A's tonight. I haven't even really told you who's pitching because it has been a little bit crazy with uh, some of the other topics we've been talking about. But Seth Lugo taking the mound for the Padres and uh, Sean Newcomb is taking the mound for the A's. So that will happen at 640. Um, We still have a big five to go. And we also are going to be taking some more of your phone calls in a little bit. Um, this this Manny Machado, not Manny Machado. I don't want to single him out because it's not all about him. It is a it, it's an organizational article that was written by Kevin Acey, and he's the one that put his name on it. He did put his name on it. There are some anonymous sources in there, but um, Manny was he I, again. I respect him for putting his name on it, especially with some of the tough subjects that he was talking about. So that's what we're talking about. And uh, Sean was on the phone before we went to break. I wanted to make sure we got him in because he held for so long but sean you are on uh gwen and chris what's going on with you so i guess the one thing and obviously manny's in there and we're talking about melvin and i guess the one thing that throughout the whole year it felt like is that bob in many ways like jace in many ways like you know past managers doesn't have 100 percent control to do the things he wants like there's some puppet going on and now we find out that you know if AJ Preller is dealing directly with Manny and sending stuff directly to Manny and Manny's not following through on things, maybe Bob doesn't feel like he can say anything because the boss has a direct shot. And maybe it is more on AJ's head to why hasn't he stepped up and said, Manny, 
you, you got to follow through on what you're saying. And and if if I guess he's either got to get his head hands out of there and let the managers work, or he's and do his job, or he's got to say, well, I want to be the manager of the team, and you all just make me the manager. And I don't think that's going to go over well at all. Are you talking AJ Preller saying that, or who who are you saying is going so I'm to say? AJ, make me- yeah, AJ Preller basically saying, well, I should be the manager because I've been managing it gotcha. for four years anyway. Okay, because that's who's been trying to run things from the background with the puppet. Yes, as the puppet master. Yes, I, I mean I don't know about the puppet masters, but thank you, Sean, for the phone call. I want to read that part of the article real quick that you were referencing. Um, so it goes on. It, it says that um, more than thirty conversations were had. And uh, this assessment is based on how he is treated, Manny Machado, the latitude he is given and how messages for the team are passed through him from above. I did find that curious as well, Sean. Um, I did mean to mention it earlier, but there's so many different facets of this article that we could go through line by line and break this down. Um, I can't say that. AJ Preller's giving him the messages because there's no indication from Kevin AC. All I can say is that obviously there is some belief that there are messages being passed through Manny from above. Whether or not that's actually true or not, we don't know because these there's no proof of that in this article, so I'm not going to go there. But I, I do I do think that in every in every good relationship. You need to, or in every good working relationship, you need to stick to doing your job. And Bob Melvin's job is to manage. AJ Preller's job is to build the roster and be the general manager. Now, I don't know what's going on between the two of them, uh, so I can't comment on that. But I do know that it's important for them to work together. And I do know that it's important for them to kind of put up boundaries of their roles for each other. Because if, if there is some... Um, underhanding going on, which again, there's no mention of that in the art. Well, there's sort of a mention of that with the messages for the team or passed through him from above. But if there is something like that, there is an issue. So maybe we'll find out about that a little bit after the season. Um, but thank you for the phone call, Sean, and thank you for holding on. All right. Uh, we have Dave versus the fans. He is standing by. We have full phones. Let's go. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know Jen for Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. If you are successful in beating Dave today, you will be qualified for a chance to win a two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino and a private VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook with a $250 food and beverage credit. Experience high-action entertainment at the best race and sportsbook in Las Vegas. The best of Las Vegas race and sports Superbook is the largest in the world, and Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations, home of legendary... Not legendary, legendary Vegas fun. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And now let's go to the rules real quick. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get the question wrong and Chris gets it. Gosh, dang it. I did it. Second third, second time this week. If you get the question wrong and Dave gets it right, you are eliminated. But if Dave gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. And if you're a first-time player... Let us know before we get into it. 
and you get the first question for free. All right, let's bring in our our, our leader, Dave Marcus, up there in Oakland Coliseum. Dave, have you uh, been able to stay away from the possum that lives in the ceiling? I brought some possum snacks with me, so I'm trying to bring them out because Tony wants to meet them really bad. Oh, my gosh. Tony does not want to meet the possum. He has told me about 17 times today that he does not want to meet the possum. Oh, I misunderstood what he was trying to say. Possum snacks. I like that. i got to ask you what possum (laughs) snacks are later. Uh, Trail mix, M&M's, you know. Yeah, pretty much whatever possums eat, I guess. I mean, (laughs) they eat trash. (laughs) That's what Dave eats, too, he says. All right, let's go um, to our first contestant, and we are going to go to Ryan in Carlsbad. Ryan, you are playing Dave versus the fans. How are you? What's up, Scravy? Not much. Are you ready to go? Let's go. First time player. First time player! Let's go to question number two. What does PGA stand for? in PGA Tour? Professional Golf Association. All right, Frank's giving it to you. It's Professional Golfers Association, but Frank gave it to you. Uh, Frank gave it to you, so we will uh, continue on. We will continue on. Let's go to question number three, Ryan. What is the maximum time a player has to serve between points in a tennis match? Oh, boy. Uh, Let's go with 20 seconds. 20 seconds is incorrect. Dave, you you may know, but stay right there, Ryan. Dave, do you know how many seconds... A max, the, what is the maximum time a player has to serve between points in a tennis match? I'd have to just take a wild guess. Uh, 25 seconds? 25 seconds. You are doing your best, Chris Ello, because that is correct. <laughs> I am sorry, Ryan. Uh, 25 seconds is correct. I hate it wow. when Chris does that, when he goes, oh, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, 25 seconds. But anyway, I'm really fired up right now. All right, let's go to our next contestant, Steve in El Cajon. Steve, you are playing against Dave. What's going on? Okay, Matt. First of all, I think you are phenomenal, and you make the show what it is. Wow, thank you. Second of all, Dave, I think you're brilliant. So please, guys, give me a break. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're doing here. You're buttering us up before you get into the game. Okay. I'm not good at this. But I will say, I'm a first-time player. First-time player! Let's go to the second question. All right, Steve. What team has the best record in baseball right now? Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves is correct. All right, we move on. You get this right, or Dave gets it wrong, and you are going to be qualified for this trip to Las Vegas. Let's go. Nate Colbert has the most home runs in Padres history. Who is number two in home runs for the Padres? Oh, goodness. Um, uh, Dave Winfield. Dave Winfield. Good answer. It is incorrect. This is going to be tough because Dave has actually probably watched every game for the past 25 years. But who is second in home runs, Dave? 
I, I believe Adrian Gonzalez is getting really close when they trade him, so I'm going to go with Adrian Gonzalez. You are correct. I'm sorry, Steve. Oh, thank boy. you for calling in, and thank you for saying those hey. nice things. Yes, thank no you. No problem. Sorry. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Yeah, please okay, call bye-bye. in next week. We're going to try to get Steve to win. All right, let's go to our next contestant, um, Dale in San Diego. Dale, how's it going? Good. You ready to play? Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Question number one, uh, what NFL team did Barry Sanders play for? Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions is correct. Apparently there's a documentary coming out about Barry, and he's going to reveal the real reason he retired. So everybody look out for that. Question number two. Dale, who is the number one golfer in the world? Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler is correct. Nice job. All right. We are on to question number three. You get this right or Dave gets it wrong and you're qualified for Las Vegas. Let me see which one I want to do here because there are so many questions that I like. Um, Sorry, I just actually closed up the page on accident. That's why I'm saying that. (laughs) Who has the most wins as a pitcher in Padres history? Randy Jones. Unfortunately, incorrect. You were close. Dave, do you know who has the most wins in Padres history as a pitcher? I do believe it's Eric Shaw with exactly 100 wins, I believe it is. You are correct, Dave. Exactly 100 wins. Um, Randy Jones second, though, with 92. Thank you very much for playing. Oh, he already ha- oh, Dale's there. Thank you very much for playing, Dale. I'm sorry you did not make it all the way through. All right. Let's go to Cesar, our guy. Cesar, how are you doing today? Great, man. What's up? How you doing? Good. I'm ready. Are you ready to go? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Question number one. So here it is. What Padres had the most at-bats in organization history? Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn is correct. That's easy. Question number two. What two teams in baseball are tied for the best record in the AL right now? Name both. Uh, the Orioles and over there. Oh, Rays? You pulled it out, Cesar. That was pretty good. Ooh. Orioles and Rays is correct. So we move on to question number three. You get this right or Dave gets it wrong and you're qualified for Las Vegas. As a pitcher, who has the most appearances in Padres history? Trevor Hoffman. Trevor Hoffman is correct. Cesar, you are a winner. Nice job. Uh, Frank is going to get you in just a second, so hold on the line. I got nothing else to say. That was pretty good. That's all I got to say about that. Dave, did you know that one? I did, yes. Trevor Hoffman. Did you... uh, 
how how I mean, how many saves did you get to see from Trevor Hoffman? As a Padre, I think all but three, maybe. Wow, of his Padre saves. That is pretty incredible. That's why I started. I, Go ahead. No, I say I, I started ninety four, so we got a couple of ninety three before I started. I think I missed one of the games I missed. I think he might have got a save. Were those so two or two or three? I think it was. Well, that's not that's uh, not a lot that you missed after five hundred and fifty two <laughs> saves for the Padres. So thank you, Dave, for playing. Uh, we're going to be doing this again next week. So uh, study up, okay? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Way to go, Cesar. Everybody else, good job. Oh, look at that, Dave saying good job <laughs> up there at the Oakland Coliseum. I didn't know what we were going to do with this segment while Chris was gone, but I'm glad that Dave is there, and I'm glad that we're playing it because it's fun. All right, Cesar, stay right there. When we get back, we are going to quickly talk about uh, Dalvin Cook. Not Dalvin Cook. What am I talking about? We're going to quickly talk about Alexander Madison and what happened to him last night after he had fumbled and all this other stuff. It's not good. It's actually very bad, and it's sad. So we'll talk about that when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, that's the 420 segment, which means that uh, Matt Scraby is usually apologizing for some Chris versus the fans question that's wrong. I mean, we should just pencil this in. It's, it's, it's crazy. Ice Ice Cowboy out there, Ryan. He sent me a DM. He says the Rays are a game behind the Orioles, so they don't have the same record. 91-55 for the Orioles and 91-57 is the Rays. I agree. Ice Ice Cowboy. Um, I was looking at the wins, so we'll move on. I think it will be okay. But I know you personally, and I know you're a good dude, so I don't take it personal. We'll have a produced open for that next week. <laughs> what did Scraby bust up now? Ninety-seven through the fan. I know I said I was going to talk about Alexander Madison, but I came across something on Twitter as we were in break, and I'm going to switch gears for a second. It has to do with the Padres, and it has to do with a former Padre, someone who was in that clubhouse for a very long time, and that person would be Will Myers. He has uh, weighed in on everything, 
and he quote or he tweeted a reply to the San Diego Union Tribune Twitter post with the article. Will says, I didn't play for the Padres in 23, but it's unfair to headline one player for the struggles of an organization in a particular year. In my opinion, this is not an accurate representation of who I knew for four years. So I understand why Will's saying this. Will, Will, I talk, talk about him like I know him, but Will Myers is a guy who, like, he, he was here in San Diego for a very long time. So he was a Padre for a very long time. Um, at the same time, there there was how do I say this? There was there was a diff there was different Will Myerses throughout the time because I think everybody remembers that one time when Andy Green made him like run sprints or do some drill and he was on Twitch with uh Carlos Asuaje and it ended up going out live and so it made its rounds on the internet. So but that was years ago. That was before Manny came to town. That was before this team became a uh, a super team, quote unquote. So that was the first thing I thought of when Will said that. And the second thing I thought of is I'm not sure. I'm not sure why I get why people are defending Manny because they're friends and they know him personally, but Manny is quoted in this article and his name is on it. He knew this was going to go in there. So I don't, I guess maybe the way that they're painting it, I get, I don't feel like Kevin Acey was doing this to disparage Manny. I, I feel like Kevin Acey was doing this because this is what people want to know and have been asking all year. And so he did some investigating and some research. Am I surprised that Will Meyer tweeted back? No, not at all. I mean, Will Meyer seems like a good dude. He's going to defend his, his uh, friend. And also Yonder Alonso, he's going to defend his br- brother-in-law. Um so I don't really know what to make of this. That was the first thing I thought when while you were reading that was, but Manny's the guy named in this. So, of course, it's all going to go on him because he's the one that's named. You're not going to go and start trashing on anonymous source A because you yeah. don't know who that is. That is true. Yeah. So, it's of course, it's going to come on him because he's the one that's saying this stuff. He's the one that's named in it. And... He wouldn't be the one named in it if he didn't want to be because there's anonymous sources in it. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Like everybody has everybody has bad days, has bad weeks, bad months, bad years. So I'm not gonna judge Manny for this article alone. Because this I don't think that this represents who he is as a human being. I think that the I think maybe some I, – I, it's just a raw emotion of what's happening because Will Myers probably sees this article. I, I hope, would hope he read it before he tweeted out. But, you know, it just is causing a lot of ripples throughout. Uh, uh, former Padres, current Padres, current Padres fans, former Padres fans. See, I, I'm of the belief that – and, and I try to live by this as well. You are stronger for saying something than you are for not. Yeah. So if he's putting his name out there on these what would be inflammatory comments, I I actually support him more, Manny, than no. I would have because he's he's saying there's something wrong here. There's an issue here. So for him to actually come out and say that and to stop leaving us in speculation as to why, I actually appreciate him a little bit more than than if he would have been anonymous source A or B. 
Yeah, I I do as well because if we're if we're if this article comes out today and and it has no names in it and it's just anonymous players are saying this, anonymous players are saying that, we would not be talking about it as long as we have today because there is nothing in it that would give us an indication that we know it's true one hundred percent. Manny Machado is clearly and prominently featured throughout this article, and I don't even read it as a. I don't read this whole thing as a, this is a Manny problem. I read this as this was a team a, problem yeah. and Manny, because of who he is and how big of a name he is and how big of, uh, how much he, how much power, not power, how much uh, his stature in the organization, he's the guy people are looking at. So that is why it's all about Manny. Yeah. And I mean, you could see it over the course of this season. There were, there were games this team had no life in it no at life. all. They rolled over and flat out died. It was bad. And no, to to be taking Polaroids after a home run. Oh, I don't care about that. That's a gimmick. That's not showing life. That's not showing cohesion. That's, that's not a gimmick. I would say that they're happy in that moment. That's a that's a gimmick. It's not a gimmick. Yes, it is. The the home run hat in the, Anaheim. The, 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 the uh, sombrero. No, the, I'm talking about the the samurai hat in oh, Anaheim, oh, the, for the, Angels, the trident yeah. in Seattle. That's that's a gimmick. That's not cohesion. That's not a personality. That's a thing you do to celebrate a home run. That's and it's this again. It just confirms everything that we've been speculating. Is that yeah? They have at times this year. We're not crazy. They have rolled over and just given up this season at some point. I think you make an important point that we're not crazy. There was something there, and for all the people that were saying this and screaming it from the rooftops, I feel good for you because you were right and I was wrong, and I will admit that I was wrong. Let's go to Garrett real quick on the phones. Garrett, uh, you are on Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. What's on your mind? Hey, Matt. Uh, you don't know this, but actually maybe you do. You and I played high school football together, so I've been meaning to connect with you outside of uh, 97.3. But anyways, uh, we'll, maybe we will after this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I think all the points you guys are making are right on. I, I, you know, I think there's something about the article that um, AC says specifically, you know, Manny's not a problem and that when i when i read through it you think about you guys talked about this he's kind of also the opportunity as the leader and i think that's why he is the one name and i think that's why part of i mean you could also see why it's published the way it is he's the answer i mean he's the leader as you talk to anyone if there was one alpha on the team everyone would always say it's probably him so i think he's taken responsibility and uh, he's, the, he's the shoulders we're going to ride or die on, right? And so, uh, anyways, I thought the article was good in that everyone was thinking about this, and now we're talking about it. So, anyways, yeah. Think that's it. Hey, uh, DM me on uh, Instagram or Twitter, whichever one you have, and we'll, we'll, we'll catch up. I will. All, All right. right. Yeah. Thank you for the phone call. Um, I want to read this because he did say, Garrett just said that in the article there was, uh, Kevin Acey said, This, to be clear, this is not a story about Machado being the problem with the Padres. It is not even as simple as Machado being a problem. And so I want us to all remember that because this this article was not written for the purpose of smearing Manny Machado's name. 
Um, again, to be clear, this is not a story about Machado being the problem with the Padres. It is not even as simple as Machado being a problem. Uh, so that should tell you that's how you should take the article is that this was written to maybe clear the air, get some things out there. It was not written to paint Manny as a villain. And going back to what Garrett said about Manny being a leader, he has been there the longest and ha- and his name carries the biggest cachet and his tenure here, That's that kind of would default him as being the leader. So I, I believe people going to Manny as a leader of the clubhouse. Soto, as, as big a name as he is, hasn't been here as long as Manny. And he's a younger guy. Exactly. Bogarts, he's making Manny money, quote unquote, but he's only been, this is his first year here. Other guys who have been here with him as long as he have are not making that amount of money. It's so, yeah, I understand calling Manny the de facto leader, but he can't be the only guy. No, no. To to carry that. No, no. I, I firmly believe that it takes a what is the phrase? It takes a village instead of an individual. It takes a village, and I, I really do believe that because, you know, through the last couple years and through the last six years and since I stopped drinking, like, I lean on a lot of people. I don't just lean on one person to help me when I need help. I will call a bunch of different people or text a bunch of different people, and all of those people are leaders in their own way, but in, in a baseball team, it doesn't work that way. You have to have one guy who stands up and is the 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 voice of the team, and that's not what Manny wants to do. Manny says there there are twenty six leaders, and I, I personally respectfully disagree with that. You're a fool to think that you can get everything that you need from one person. Yes, everyone. A fool. He everyone says. can. Everyone can learn something from everybody. And you can get something from everybody. It's who is the most reliable with it, I think, would be your would be your team leader. And yeah. if that's not Manny, then that's not Manny, and that's fine. Yeah. But you, you have to find that one, maybe two voices that will stand up and do what they say and say what they mean. Exactly. Say what they mean. I just uh, retweeted the Will Myers, or reposted. We don't do the retweet anymore. But uh, the Will Myers comment, if you want to go check it out and see it and read some comments, at Matt Scraby for that. All right. Thank you to the phone callers. I think we're going to step off this Manny subject for one segment, and we're going to catch up with some of the things around sports. And one of those things would be uh, Aaron Rodgers was uh, saying that um, – I'm not going to give it away, actually, but we will talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Big Five next on 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Never miss a pitch of Padres baseball. You can listen to every game on the free Odyssey app. Download it today and follow 97.3 The Fan. The Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast brings you the latest news and player insights to help you win and avoid any embarrassing league punishments, in-depth analysis, start-sit questions, and everything you need for your fantasy team. Download Upper Hand Fantasy on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I wish I would have listened to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast before last night's game. I benched uh, DeAndre Swift. I benched the best player in the game last night. To be fair, you didn't know he was going to be the best player I in know. the game. He can't. He was coming off on. He was coming off of like one point performance the week before. They barely used him, and and Kenneth Gainwell was the guy the entire time. Got to watch out for the dark horses, man. Yeah, I guess so, man. I'm gonna have to play DeAndre Swift next week, but I got 30 points sitting on my bench, and I in the Odyssey Fantasy Football League. So I've already taken a loss. And I'm taking another L right now with looking at it on the bench. Matt Scraby, Frank Marchese here on Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Chris Ello is on assignment. He will be back uh, in a couple weeks. He'll be back actually two Mondays from now. Tony Good Jr. at the Oakland Coliseum uh, getting ready for the game between the Padres and the A's. Seth Lugo starting for the Padres. We've been talking about Manny Machado. We've been talking about the article. We've been talking about a lot today of the Padres, but there are some other things in sports, so let's figure it out in the Big Five after traffic. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only... Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. I know we've been talking about the Padres. Of course we've been talking about the Padres. But let's continue to talk about them for one more question. Let's get into it, Frank. Number five. The future of the Padres, uh, we don't know what's going to happen with the manager position. We don't know what's going to happen with the general manager position. But I think that Bob Melvin is one of the biggest decisions that the team is going to have to make. So, uh, you know what, Frank? You're going to be up first on this one. What kind of manager is the perfect manager for this team? I'm honored. Uh, one with experience. You know, we, we've had such an issue in this town, and for me, with with the Mets as well, hiring inexperienced managers, them lasting a year or two, getting no results, wondering why, and then going and firing them and doing the same thing over again. 
Bob Melvin is an experienced manager. If you want another Jace Tingler, if you want another Andy Green. I don't. That, well, there no you go. No offense to those guys. But... There's your answer. And honestly, right now with this coming out, who's going to want to manage this team? If not the guy who's already in charge, number one, or somebody who's dipping their toes in for the first time. You know, I want name... an experienced manager. You know whose name I've seen a lot being brought up, and this would be the perfect guy for the team? Ozzy Guillen, the former manager of the, the White Sox. And I don't necessarily know if that's the right move or not. Um, I guess I'm up now. What kind of manager is the perfect manager for this team? I agree with you, Frank. Experience is needed here because there needs to be someone. And this is why I hope that they don't fire Bob Melvin. Even though this year is as bad as it was, and even though there were some decisions made by Bob Melvin that didn't go the way everybody wanted them to go, there is some fault with Bob Melvin. But at the same time, I don't think they have as many wins this year if they don't have Bob Melvin with the um, the, the steady keel and, and just trying to keep the team together, keep the team on track, and try and force them in, themselves into the playoffs. There are too many bad things that have happened this season to go and point, it's the manager's fault. Yes. No, it's everyone's fault. It's everyone's fault collectively, and I know you can't fire the players, but still, no, there's nothing that Melvin has done that has stood out as being a fireable offense this year. I know that some people say they want a manager that is going to come in and rule with an iron fist. I, I don't necessarily think that's the right fit. Maybe for work. another team. Maybe for a team with a lot of younger players. But there are too many veterans in this clubhouse. And it's not an easy job to be able to uh, manage those personalities. That's why they call them a manager. Because they're managing a lot. Ruling that way doesn't always work. No. No, I've been playing Civilization 6 and every time I every time I roll with an iron fist I lose. So Yeah, I have had enough war inquiries on me in I'm Civ sorry? 6. No, in Civ 6 I play it all. So. Oh, oh, I was <laughs> like you've had war inquiries on you? Jeez. Who am I Never mind. Civ Let's six just go to number 4. Number 4. Number 4. After Aaron Rodgers went down, Jets fans immediately thought about their backup quarterback now being the starting quarterback, and Jets fans were not pleased Zach Wilson was that guy. His teammate Garrett Wilson, though, he has a different perspective. He told the media the reason he is vocally backing his quarterback is, quote, because of the effect that that can have on people. Belief. People believing you. People you get to work with every day believing in you. Sometimes it can seem like the world is against you, but it's never really the case. We've always got our guys' backs. We always want to make sure we've got our brothers' back. And if he doesn't know that, then I'm doing my, I'm doing my job wrong. I want to make sure I give him all the empowerment in the world. And I know all the other guys feel the same about it. End quote. Uh, Garrett Wilson, great dude. He was on our show before he got drafted or from the Super Bowl actually Radio Row before he got drafted only reason I drafted him in fantasy that year was because of that and he did pretty well but that's not the question the question is this do you believe belief is important for a player's success I 100% believe that belief is important for a player's success Garrett Wilson is is onto something here positive affirmation is huge for a lot of people. And I know it's it's huge for me because you know, there's certain points in, in my time on this show where I have had to do things on the air that I'm not very comfortable with and I'm nervous about it and I think about it all day long and, you know, it, 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 and I have a lot of anxiety about it, but Adam will come up to me and be like, hey, you got this. And I feel good about myself. And so 
Garrett Wilson telling Zach Wilson that I believe in you, I do think that goes a long way. I, I don't I don't think that there's any question that, yes, if you go out there and you publicly stand behind somebody, even privately stand behind somebody, yeah, absolutely, it's going to have a positive effect. It's, I mean, it's just human nature, wouldn't you think? If someone's pushing you to do something and says that you got it, you're going to believe them. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel that positive that, uh, that yeah, positive I mean, effect it's always it. good. It makes you it makes you feel good about yourself yeah, that someone absolutely. else is telling you you can do it. You can do it. That's the first thing that came to mind when I said that. I, I feel I feel very good about myself actually that I took the high road not making a uh, Zach Wilson's mom's friends joke. Oh wow! That. But wow! I'm very, hey, listen, you got to respect it. Okay. All right, that's not what we're talking about here. I just got a text message. Age of Empires over Civ Six. I could see it. I've never played Age of Empires. I, I haven't either, to. but I've watched enough YouTube videos. I could see it. All right. Number three. The Eagles looked pretty good last night on Thursday Night Football, but there was some anger coming from the Eagles sideline, and it was from a wide receiver. Jalen Hurts and wide receiver A.J. Brown were visibly upset on the sidelines, getting into a spat that required head coach Nick Sirianni to step in. And when speaking about the situation afterward, Hertz downplayed it, what happened, and the idea of any lingering issues. He said the test he exchanged to Brown was just wanting to help the team win. And in the win, Brown accounted for four of the team's 18 receptions with just 29 yards and no touchdowns. Frank, you're up first. Are players who complain while the team is winning a bad look? It's a little bit of a bad look, but it's something that you see every single every single year. There's always something going on on a sideline every single game, every single year. There's always somebody yelling at somebody, whether or not it's a coach, coordinator and player, coach and player, player and player. It's always happening. It's whether you're winning or losing. There's always going to be that little disagreement that gets blown up into something big, especially if it's between two big name players. So it's a little bit of an iffy look. It does look like help me a little bit more but it's not a big deal really i don't see it as a big deal i don't see it as a huge deal but i don't like it i see it as a deal i'm a i'm a team first player and i know i'm not a nfl wide receiver i definitely don't have the speed for that but aj brown he does this a lot and he does get angry a lot so this is just how he plays the game if I'm on his team, though, I'm I'm pretty annoyed by it. We're winning the game. What do you care about? How many catches you get? I know you probably have incentives in your in your contract, but when your team's winning, and at certain points, the Eagles last night were winning by more than a couple touchdowns, and so it was like this game is in hand. Why are you complaining? If it's about a stat line, then yeah, there's a problem. That's what it's about, if though. It's he just... said he wasn't getting the ball enough. That could be just passion in the heat of the moment, too. It that could, could be. be it. Because maybe he was double covered earlier in the game. They realized he, was, he wasn't he was getting the ball. So maybe they moved the coverage around and he was single covered. He was getting more open than, than Hertz realized. Maybe that could be it. But if it is just about stat lining and worry, stat watching and worrying about a bonus, then yeah, it looks a lot worse. Yeah, I'm making up. I'm adding all the bonuses stuff and in like 
and all the complaints about he only had four catches. That was written in the article. He didn't say anything about that specifically. It's just not a good look to me when your team's winning and you're complaining about something that's not going right for you. I, I agree with that. Number two. Now, staying with the Thursday night football game, I told you a couple breaks ago we're going to talk about Alexander Madison. This is not a good story. Um, Minnesota Vikings running back Alexander Madison said this morning that he received more than 60, quote, disgustingly disrespectful messages, end quote, through his Instagram account, including several that used racial slurs following the team's 34-28 to loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. Madison rushed for 28 yards on eight carries and lost a first-quarter fumble. He actually posted two of the messages on his Instagram story. You can go check them out. I'm sure you can just Google his name as well, and it will come up. Uh, both of those messages, I'm being serious, and I'm taking this seriously, both called for him to commit suicide. In those messages, uh, he said, quote, on his Instagram story, y'all, co- y'all can come at me all you want about fantasy and you suck, blah, blah, blah. I really could not care less, but this bleep is unacceptable. End quote. I'm up first. Is this part of the job? No. Racism is never part of the job. Sending death threats, sending suicide wishes to a player because he fumbled last night is one of the is one of the I gotta be careful here it's one of the most loser things you can do as a human being I think and I know that there might be people that are disagreeing with me right now that he's a professional he makes a lot of money he should be able to deal with this but I don't care who you are or what you do you should never be told to go kill yourself because you fumbled the ball or I said the wrong word on this. And it's just, I see this too often. I honestly do. And I think there's a huge problem with the way that we're doing things on social media and with the way that there is access on social media like this. I would like to see Instagram do something about this. These two accounts are throwaway accounts, but there's a way for Instagram to do this. They're never going to find it. They're never going to go look for it. But I this really bothered me this morning because he also said, "I'm a son, I'm a father, you know, I'm a person before as well as a football player." So, please if you're listening and you have done this, don't do it again. And if you're thinking about doing doing it, don't do it. This is bad news and I hate every part of it. Frank? No, the, the obvious answer is no. It's not a part of the job at all. And I think every, as every day goes by, we are proving more and more that we are not ready for something like social media. We do not have the uh, capability of empathy or any form of care for somebody other than yourself to to be able to handle something like social media. So it's no, it's ridiculous. That should never be. That should never ever come up. Period. No, never. It's not. It's not a part of the job. Yes, you're a public figure, but that doesn't open you up to whatever anyone wants to say. And by the way, to the 13 year olds that did this on their. I hope it wasn't 13 year olds. We're in big trouble for well, this. Well, it's nameless, faceless. So there's. They know there's going to be no blowback to it. You're. You're. A, a, a waste. Yeah. Number one. Uh, real quick uh, from Whammy on Twitter. I uh, he he or she po- or sent me this picture of a newspaper with Mookie Wilson. I've seen this quote before, and it's all about believing. And he says, "When yes. I'm in a slump, I comfort myself by saying, if I believe in dinosaurs, then somewhere they must be believing in me. And if they believe in me, 
then I can believe in me. Then I can, then I bust out. I do love that Mookie Wilson quote. You uh, believe that ball was going right through Buckner's legs and look where it got him. Oh, you had to take a shot, didn't you? My Met fan, of course. You had to take a shot, didn't you? Uh, one more. We're not going to do number one. I didn't. It's not that great, but I have a tweet. How do you feel about A.J. Brown if you have him in fantasy football? If I have A.J. Brown in fantasy football, I'm angry. But I'm also not on the team, so it doesn't matter if I complain. When we get back, we're going to be talking to Sam Levitt of the Padres pre- and post-game show. He's going to come join us in the studio and give us his thoughts on everything that we've been talking about today. I'm Scraby. That's Frank. This is 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.